Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, February 21st. I want to share with you about a dynamite documentary series that is a must-see. The free documentary series can be seen at neveragainisnowglobal.com. Holocaust survivors, children of survivors, and grandchildren, as well as German freedom fighters, express their shock at today's fear-mongering and divisive dictates that are reminiscent of the prelude to the Holocaust. Episode 1, Here We Go Again on Steroids. Deja Vu, beginning the dialogue and outrage of the comparisons of then and now as told by eyewitnesses and relatives. Episode 2, Anyone who wants to start a war has to lie. Once you see a lie, you cannot unsee it. Survivors and their descendants recognize the weapons of deception and fear-mongering propaganda. Episode 3, Breaking the Veil of the Real Conspirators. As patterns and parallels are identified, we begin to see the continuity of genocidal operations, the same powerful family dynasties and corporate entities behind it all come into clearer view. Episode 4. This time around, we're all Jews. Today's false narrative, the suspension of freedom, coercive medical dictates, and violation of human rights are not limited to Jews. Today's genocidal agenda targets the global human population. Episode 5. Never Give In, Never Give Up The Holocaust was facilitated by sheep-like mass obedience to illegitimate authority. Those who resisted, by falsifying their identity, by jumping off the trains to Auschwitz and joining the partisans, had a higher survival rate than those who obeyed. You can watch this free documentary series by going to neveragainisnowglobal.com. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Teruma, and it means offerings. Exodus 25, 31-26, You shall make a menorah of pure gold, The menorah shall be made of hammered work, its base and its shaft, its cups, calyxes, and petals shall be of one piece. Six branches shall issue from its sides, three branches from one side of the menorah, and three branches from the other side of the menorah. On one branch there shall be three cups shaped like almond blossoms, each with calyx and petals, and on the next branch there shall be three cups shaped like almond blossoms, each with calyx and petals, so for all six branches issuing from the menorah. And on the menorah itself there shall be four cups shaped like almond blossoms, 
each with calyx and petals, a calyx of one piece with it under a pair of branches, and a calyx of one piece with it under the second pair of branches, and a calyx of one piece with it under the last pair of branches. So for all six branches issuing from the menorah, their calyxes and their stems shall be of one piece with it, the whole of it a single hammered piece of pure gold. Make it seven lamps, the lamps shall be so mounted as to give the light on its front side, and its tongs and firepans of pure gold. It shall be made with all these furnishings out of a kikar of pure gold. Note well and follow the patterns for them that are being shown you on the mountain. As for the mishkan, make it of ten strips of cloth. Make these of fine twisted linen, of blue, purple, and crimson yarns, with a design of cherubim worked into them. The length of each cloth shall be of twenty-eight a moat, and the width of each cloth shall be four a moat, all the cloths to have the same measurements. Five of the cloths shall be joined to one another, and the other five cloths shall be joined to one another. Make loops of blue wool on the edge of the outermost cloth of the one set, and do likewise on the edge of the outermost cloth of the other set. Make fifty loops on the one cloth, and fifty loops on the edge of the end cloth of the other set. The loops shall be opposite one another, and make fifty gold clasps, and couple the cloths to one another with the clasps, so that the mishkan becomes one whole. You shall then make cloths of goat's hair for a tent over the mishkan. Make the cloths eleven in number. The length of each cloth shall be thirty a moat, and the width of each cloth shall be four a moat. The eleven cloths to have the same measurements. Join five of the cloths by themselves, and the other six cloths by themselves, and fold over the sixth cloth at the front of the tent. Make fifty loops on the edge of the outermost cloth of the one set, and fifty loops on the edge of the cloth of the other set. Make fifty copper clasps, and fit the clasps into the loops, and couple the tent together so that it becomes one whole. As for the overlapping excess of the cloths of the tent, the extra half-cloth shall overlap the back of the mishkan, while the extra ama at either end of each length of tent-cloth shall hang down to the bottom of the two sides of the mishkan and cover it, and make for the tent a covering of tanned ram-skins and a covering of dolphin-skins. Mark 5, 21-43 And when Yeshua was passed over again by ship to the other side, many people gathered to him, and he was near to the sea. And behold, there came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. I pray, come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Yeshua went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse, when she had heard of Yeshua, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. 
And Yeshua, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press, and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said to her daughter, Your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of your plague. While he yet spoke, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Your daughter is dead. Why do you trouble the master any further? As soon as Yeshua heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and saw the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he came in, he said to them, Why do you make this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleeps. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he took the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him and entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said to her, Talitha kumai, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say to you, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it, and commanded that something should be given her to eat. Psalm 38, 1-22 O Lord, rebuke me not in your wrath, neither chasten me in your hot displeasure. For your arrows stick fast in me, and your hand presses me sore. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your anger, neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities are gone over my head, as a heavy burden they are too heavy for me. My wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness. I am troubled, I am bowed down greatly, I go mourning all the day long. For my loins are filled with a loathsome disease, and there is no soundness in my flesh." I am feeble and sore broken. I have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before you, and my groaning is not hidden from you. My heart pants, my strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it is also gone from me. My lovers and my friends stand aloof from my sore, and my kinsmen stand afar off. They also that seek after my life lay snares for me. And they that seek my hurt speak mischievous things, and imagine deceits all the day long. But I, as a deaf man, heard not, and I was as a dumb man that opens not his mouth. Thus I was as a man that hears not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in you, O Lord, do I hope. You will hear, O Lord my God. For I said, Hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me. When my foot slips, they magnify themselves against me. I am ready to halt, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare my iniquity, I will be sorry for my sin. But my enemies are lively, and they are strong, and they that hate me wrongfully are multiplied. 
They also that render evil for good are my adversaries, because I follow the thing that good is. Forsake me not, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O my God. O Lord, my salvation. Proverbs 10, 8-9 The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. He that walks uprightly walks surely, but he that perverts his ways shall be known. I want to speak to you today from our reading that we read in Mark chapter 5, and also reflect back from the reading in the earlier part of that same chapter. So it's just, I want to share with you what I see and what I observe about Yeshua and how he moved with such great compassion and great love for the lost sheep that he was seeking after. In yesterday's reading, he came across a man that was possessed with a legion of demons, and he had a supernatural strength that they could not even chain him or bind him. He would break the chains off, and he lived in the caves in the Gadarenes. And Yeshua, when he encountered him, had great compassion and and just basically told the demons to come out of him. And the man came to his senses. Incredible, powerful, such an anointing that he walked in. And how many of us today, though we may not have such extreme symptoms of being out of our mind, like that man that was wandering in the hills, how many of us today are oppressed, troubled with inner demons that we struggle with, strongholds of bitterness, unforgiveness, anger? Fear, depression, idolatry, pride, rebellion, doubt, unbelief. These are things that we all struggle with. And there are prayers that we can pray to be set free from these demons. I just love how Yeshua moved in such an anointed and powerful way to set that man free. And then in today's reading, we read of how Jairus, a synagogue leader, approached Yeshua and begged him, please come and heal my daughter. She's on the point of death. And Yeshua began to go to his home to minister to his daughter, to Jairus' daughter. And then we see a woman who has an issue of blood for 12 years, who presses forward through the crowd. Now, because she has an issue of blood, she's considered unclean. So she's treated like a leper. She's not allowed to be near other people. She's not allowed to touch other people or be touched by other people because in them getting close to her or touching her, they're made unclean, ceremonially unclean. And so she has been isolated for 12 years from the main culture of life. And even in her thoughtfulness, she's thinking, I don't want to touch Yeshua and make him unclean. But if I can just touch his clothing, I know I can be healed if I can just touch his clothing. And actually what she did reach out and grab a hold of is his zitzit, the corner of his prayer shawl. So even in her 
plight and in her desperation. She was being so considerate and thoughtful. I don't want to actually touch Yeshua himself and make him unclean. I'll just grab a hold of his clothing. And there was such power and virtue within him, and he felt some of it leave him as she was healed. And he had such great compassion and said, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go and be cleansed and be whole. I just love his heart that when he was here the first time, he moved amongst the people with such great compassion, healing them, delivering them, setting them free. He then arrives to Jairus' home and sends away all the mourners, the professional weepers and wailers. And he comes into the room where the girl lied dead on the on her bed. And he speaks to her and says, Damsel, wake up. To see the dead come alive again by the power of Yeshua. Will we see that again in our day? I hope so. We have a medical system that is utterly, utterly broken, utterly compromised by big pharma. People who have gone to the hospital who were sick with COVID were killed with drug cocktails, with putting them on ventilators, putting them on an IV with a drug cocktail that's deadly, putting them on remdesivir and other drug cocktails. And why would these hospitals do this? Because it's a financial incentive. They get paid. More than $4 trillion has been paid out to the hospitals across the United States in the last two years from the Biden regime as payouts for COVID treatments and COVID deaths. So there's a financial incentive to kill people when they go to the hospital with COVID. Hospitals today really cannot be trusted. Mainstream medicine has been utterly corrupted. And so now we are desperate, like that woman with the issue of blood. We must go to the Master, to Yeshua himself, for our healing. Now, of course, there are notable exceptions. There are a few courageous ones who have spoken up and spoken out against the compromise of the mainstream medical system, who are not following the CDC mandates that have been mandated down to the hospitals. But those are few and far between. Ultimately, we must trust in Yeshua for our healing, whether it be emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical. Yeshua is our healer, and he does it with great compassion. Embrace this precious one, this precious Messiah, our betrothed and our husband. He has such great compassion and love for his sheep. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Yevrekah 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.